I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Is this thing on? This thing's on. You're uh, on, Brandon. It's nice this to meet happening. you. I'm Brandon. Here's yeah, John, right? Yeah, you too. I'm John. Thanks for having this me on, John. First, the first episode ever of the Sportive Podcast. This is such a pleasure. Uh, first time, long time. A uh, real bucket list item for me to be on a podcast. So um, <laughs> it's just so cool. It's so cool. This to... is it is very sportive behavior to be to do no episodes for three months and then do two episodes in two weeks. Yes, yes, that's how we roll. Uh, yep. We we didn't do episodes when stuff was happening, and now it's like the most boring couple of weeks of the summer. Now we right. decide it's time. Yep. Now now that what what we have to talk about is the Vikings aren't yet in training camp, but uh-uh. soon will be in training camp mm-hmm. and go for football. Isn't yet doing anything, but had Nothing. media day. Okay. You know, when you put those two things together, that is just hours of content. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's uh, it's been bad. I apologize to you and to our listener. Mm-hmm. Wade, Wade, I apologize to you and to Wade for, uh, for ghosting you for months. Literal months. Well, you've been I busy, Brandon. You've been yeah. busy. Yeah. I've been busy doing some things. Uh, so I thought maybe on my return, we would uh, we would do a gimmick. I like gimmicks a bit, if you will. Yep, This is one of our bits. We have so, many of them. This yep. is a department we like to call the go ahead. Tell us what tell us about this department. I first off wanted to say thank you for ripping our friend Aaron Gleeman a new one last week for <laughs> thinking he coined something that we have been like almost famous for saying for about 10 years. Uh, pre- I think my, pre-furious. my favorite part of the whole thing was that several people on Twitter, you know, tagged Aaron and mentioned it. But as we've said before in this podcast, he just refuses to punch down. He just no. ignored everything. It's so smart of him to do that. And yeah. he doesn't listen to this podcast. No. Why would he? No. He's far he too has, busy. He literally has many, many better things to do. Uh-huh. All of which I value. <laughs> yeah. Like that, you know, he and he and John Bonus did a podcast with like the top twins pitching trade targets. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Love it. Wonderful information. We are about to drink some beer and make some jokes. No information coming this week. No but the reason I uh, the reason I brought that up is because this bit I'm looking forward to having it be ripped off uh, at some point in the future by a <laughs> Five friend years from now, by a friend after, or or otherwise. We we love getting after ripped we've off. done four more episodes. Yeah. Um, okay. So what we do, what we're gonna do here is we're gonna rank things on a level of one to ten, and the um, the ranking system is uh, takeout beers. Mm-hmm. because I think we also invented a takeout beer. 
So that means you order takeout for the family and you go, I'm going to, I'll be the hero. I'll go pick it up. And so you're already feeling very good. You're out of the house. You get there early on purpose and you say, Hey, order ready for whatever your name is. And they go, yeah, it's going to be a few minutes. You go, okay, darn it. I'm a little early. I guess I'll have a beer by myself at the bar. And it is the most glorious beer of all the good beers. Uh, You're by yourself. It's a quick one. There's nobody expecting you to be anywhere. You have literally, you have not literally, uh, you have just no stress at all. Uh, and you also are going to be eating some good food. That's also a plus. And you'll be bringing right. it home to the family or friends or wherever you're going to. So you're going to be a hero very soon. The anticipation is a huge aspect of this. The solo beer, there's lots of different reasons why the takeout beer is, is one of our favorite beers. So we're going to rank uh, some things on an order of uh, one to 10 takeout beers. And I've got a few of them listed here of the things I've been doing while I have not been podcasting. Right. So I'm going to rank these. I've got a few, I think maybe every single ranking, but I've got a few of them here. We'll see how long can we, I, it, we may stop this immediately if it doesn't work. Can I ask a clarifying question? Yep. So we're ranking them from one takeout beer to 10 takeout beers. Yep. In this case, is 10 t- takeout beers the highest because takeout beers are great? Or yeah. is one takeout beer the highest because you only need one to survive that activity? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that, John. I don't want to overthink this. You're right. If you actually drank 10 takeout beers, that's a, probably a pretty miserable evening. You <laughs> went to go get takeout. Yeah. You never came home and you now have had to Uber home. You've with no eaten food. All the takeout food. Your family <laughs> yeah. is angry. So let's just and... say not uh, not ten, maybe necessarily at a time, uh, okay. but but ten is the best. Ten takeout 10 beers is the, is the, okay. the creme de la creme, if you will. All right. So not ranking them based on the number of takeout beers I would need to promise myself in order to get mm-hmm. through them, yep. but rather, gotcha. So said in another way, a takeout beer is ten takeout beers. Gotcha. That is, <laughs> you know, in a in a confusing podcast like this, it's hard to get truly confusing, and yet we've reached that point already. Yep, exactly. Uh, okay, number one, Fourth uh, of July fireworks at my family's cabin. That is one takeout beer. It was no bueno, John. Um, my family was, spent. Yes, so you were doing your own fireworks at the cabin. Private fireworks. 40 feet away from where we were sitting. My, I was never able to get an actual number on this, but I am very confident the number of dollars spent were in the thousands. Yep. This was a 30 to 40 minute fireworks display. Uh, the actual fireworks, like the discharge, the cardboard and whatever else rained down on us. We had right. dust and stuff in our hair. My dog was flipping out. Um, one of my family members has a baby and just had to go home a day early. Um, yep. I just going to say how many dirtbag brothers in law were <laughs> involved in this? Uh, Over, overall, you can you don't have to name them. Just give me a total. And you can be one of the dirtbag brothers in law if you were in, if you were so involved. But I had this I is had, really a dirtbag brother in law activity. This is more of my my stepdad uh, and his like up north buddies so there's okay. like two other culprits along with my stepdad who there's just such some weird cultural divide happening with the up north folks and the city folks where this just I, I i just don't get this one man i don't get thousands on a fireworks display that frighten half our family members 
Uh, <laughs> and they're so loud. Um, all but, but, but of course, it's also like a huge production. They're very happy when it goes off correctly. No one had any uh, right. limbs or digits blown off. And so you kind of have to, you got to clap afterwards. Ooh, right. Um, Did they go to Wisconsin or South Dakota get, to get the fireworks? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Full, uh, you know, like a, you know what a pallet is, obviously. Yes. A big wooden pallet. Three you know what a pallet full... is, <laughs> So, John, I don't know how to describe this. Crisscross <laughs> wood <laughs> with nails. It's flat. Uh, fork. Have you, do you know what a forklift is? Now, this is a weird thing. It's a, it's a mechanical. <laughs> it's a car. But it's, it's also, kind of if you car. know what a pallet jack is, it's like a car with a pallet jack on the front. Pallet jack on the front of a car that that is also a kind of a golf cart. Um, anyway, three full pallets of fireworks. Jiminy Christmas, really? Three full pallets. Uh, I'll send you some uh, some photos and some videos offline. It's just a, it was a huge <laughs> production. And not only that, but because it was my family involved, I couldn't just be like, this is stupid. Don't do it. I don't want to do this. I'm going somewhere else. All the money they wasted. No, if it was the neighbors, I'd be like, oh, my God, can you believe this? Uh, So that's one beer. That's one takeout beer. Yeah. Maybe zero takeout beers. That's that's I tried to do a takeout beer, but I got there and my food was ready 10 minutes early. And now I have no excuse to not go home. Right. Right. Yep, exactly. So that's one thing I did um, on my summer vacation. Um, Number two, Rush City. Uh, I'm giving Rush City uh, two takeout beers in general. I visited that town and stayed with Smith with my in-laws. Not much going on there, man. They've got their local brewery, which is not very good. Um, just two takeout beers. It's fine. It's okay. Have you been there? I've never been to Rush City, no. Okay, moving on. Um, watching the Twins. What do you give <laughs> watching the Twins, John? <laughs> I give... There, there's two different halves to that answer. Yep. Watching the Twins hit... I would say is a six takeout beer experience. Mm-hmm. Watching the twins pitch is getting slapped in the face with a dead fish. It's you terrible. go into the restaurant to pick up your takeout and instead of a beer, they slap you. Yeah. And in you're face. assaulted. Assault. Minor assault. Um, yeah. I didn't really know what to do with this one. I know that I don't want to rehash too much of last week. Cause I, I really did think it was an excellent episode. I was very um, jealous and proud um, of that one. Uh, and you did a very good job summarizing that the twins are good and also killing us slowly. Yep. Um, it really, it has reached the point now where when I check the score, or I turn on the game, I treat it as, as if they're actively trying to hurt me. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they've I got see something out for you think, personally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, you check the box score and you look down, you know, down the row and then they, the bullpen has given up seven runs again or whatever. And it's like, they're, they, they're trying, but they're not going to get me. They're not going to get me. Well, you mentioned that one series that sort of broke all of us, like our spirits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was feeling that, man. I was in a slack with some buddies and I just like, I need a break from this team for a few weeks. They're like, they're still right. in first place. I'm like, I don't, I, I'm, I know that you're technically correct. I can pull up the standings myself. I don't care. I need a break from them. The only other time I can remember this happening in sports, and I think that you're going to agree with me on this one, the Jimmy Butler Wolves season. <laughs> Very comparable. Yeah, they were really good. And I just remember they, watching them being like, Ugh, I can't handle this sourpuss walking the ball up the court while Tibbs is just screaming at people. And like, I know Todd Gibson is good, but I don't want to watch him. 
So yeah. it's the same sort of concept as that, although this is somehow much more stressful and worse to me than that team. That team was just kind of like not great. These people are, I don't know, John, I'm giving it three beers totally uh, in total. And it probably the same as you. They're fun to watch yet. And then I have to go do something else. This team, it, it reminds me so far of the 2001 Twins. Do you remember the 2001 Twins after they had been just garbage for a decade? This and was uh, Guzman. Yep. Their owner, Carl Polad, was actively trying to contract the Twins. They weren't mm-hmm. even, uh, if the owner had had his way, they wouldn't have played that year. Yes. And they came out of the gate and they won 18 out of their first 24 games. And then it was just slow death the rest of the season. No, yeah. no other team in the division was really that good. Like Cleveland was pretty good, but not that good. And the whole rest of the season was just the twins. I I'm, wouldn't be surprised if you told me they were six games under 500 the rest of the year, but they just weren't good enough yet to make yes. the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. And uh, I'm looking up some information here. 4,000 saves that year. <laughs> I think it, that was that was the last ride of Latroy Hawkins as a potential twins closer. Oh God. Uh they look like they I'm I'm not just kind of eyeballing. It looks like they went on like a three and fifteen skid kind of at the yeah. end. Oh boy. Um they just couldn't every night they would get a two run lead and then they would blow it and they just couldn't actually win a game and it was just infuriating. And at the time it felt more infuriating because it was like Man, the Twins haven't been close to the playoffs in 10 years. And now that they actually are close, they may not get back here for 10 years. They may not even exist if the owner has his way. So it just felt so desperate and insistent. And then it didn't happen. And, of course, then after that, they won the division six times in nine years or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, John, do you want to do an impromptu game? Of course. Am I somebody's mom? If I'm somebody's (laughs) mom, I'm out. You do not have to be somebody's mom. Although somehow that one hasn't been ripped off yet, has it? <laughs> I can't imagine. It's why. our best bit. I don't know. No how is that podcast. not? How is no that other not? podcast would attempt something so stupid. John, there were eight players on the 2001 Minnesota Twins who had a war above two. Above two. Can you name them? All right. On the 2001 Minnesota Twins. Yep. Brad Radke. Brad Radke is one, 4.4. Good job. Uh, Matt Lawton. Matt Lawton. I'm going to have to do a little bit of scrolling here. Matt Lawton, just barely, yes, 2.2 wins. Christian Guzman. Oh, yeah. Really good season out of him. 4.8 war. Okay, that's three. Doug Minkiewicz. Ding, ding, ding. Dougie Baseball, 2.8. That's four. Dougie Baseball, that's four. Corey Kosky. Mmm. Yes, that is five. He was second on the team in war that year with 6.3. God, remember, he had some good seasons. By the way, he's got like a kid at Benilde who is a stud like sophomore this year. So keep on the lookout for that. Does he play baseball, hockey, volleyball? I don't know what he does besides baseball. I know he's a stud baseball player. Okay. You've got five. All right, that's five. I will tell you a hint now. One more hitter and two more pitchers remain. One more hitter, two Uh more pitchers. Yep. I can give you a hint if you'd like. 
Uh, not yet. Not ready for it yet. Okay. This is really bad podcasting. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. I'm trying desperately to get love the this. trivia right, as if it mattered to anyone. Uh-huh. Um, who else played the outfield on that team? Jack Jones. Jack Jones did play, but he did not have to. Oh. All right, give me a hint. Okay, one hint is Barry Bonds. <laughs> Uh, Barry Bonds. <laughs> no, good hint. <laughs> it's a good hint. It, it'll be a good hint once you remember who this is. Uh, Barry Bonds All Star Game. Oh, um, Tori Hunter. Tori Hunter. Cool. That's six. Now you have I two for, left. I forgot. I forgot entirely that Hunter was on the team. Two left. Both two left, pitchers. Both pitchers. Um, Tell me when you want your hints. I've got good ones. Eddie. Eddie couldn't have gotten to two war, could he have? He sure did not. 1.3. 1. 1.3. 1. 3. All yep. right, I need a hint. Okay. Your first hint is no hitter. Oh, um, Eric Milton. Mm-hmm. That's right. Eric Milton in 2001 had 3.6 war. Very good. And you have now forgot you you did not remember actually who led the 2001 team in war. Um, I don't have the the, the, a pitcher. You don't have the slightest idea who this is, but I'm going to give you a hint. Is it Joe Mays? It's not Joe Mays, is it? It is Joe Mays, John. <laughs> hey, let's amazing. I'm I'm pretty sure that we have a guest who just uh, joined. Uh, is it? Is that? Uh, I can't see too good, Dad. Is that? <laughs> that... <laughs> he was. He was honestly born in the shadows. Is that Chicken Fingers? <laughs> it is. What's up, horse fuckers? Hello. Uh, you expected nothing less than joining a sportive podcast in which somehow the first words you heard were Joe Mays. That can't uh, have been surprising for you. Wondering if that if you're like, if I'm Joe Mays, are you asking if I'm Joe Mays? Joe Mays is here. Well, okay. Are you Joe Mays? We should we should talk about that. Quick. Wait, we can't confirm or Emma? deny if you are Joe Mays. <laughs> I, I think right now he and I throw about just as hard as each other. <laughs> top FB, like Velo, uh, 48, maybe 40, <laughs> 49 miles an hour. He and I have about the same shoulder um, structure right now. Yeah. Shoulder mobility. Now, he made, you know, I, I don't know, uh, ended up making 10, 10 figures in the in Major League Baseball. I did not. <laughs> Did not make any money. <laughs> you only made like, I mean, you made seven figures, but. Uh, no, I was figures. paid um, post game beers, like parking lot beers. That's and, and mm, the many, best. but zero money. <laughs> okay. Now we're going to play another game. How much money did Joe Mays make in his career? I will say total. I will say mm, 17 million. It's good. Oh, that's I a like good that. guess. That's good, a good, good guess. guess. I'm going to say 21 million. Oh my god, Jonathan. 21.2 million. Fucking yes. on the nuts. What a nice. Well done, Unbelievable. Jonathan. So, just to catch you up here, Chicken Fingers, uh we're doing a bit. We're doing a gimmick that we think is going to get ripped off pretty soon here. I'm ranking what I've been doing <laughs> since I've been gone. Funny. Uh on a ranking of 1 to 10 takeout beers cuz takeout beers are the best thing in the world. Now, what we said was one takeout beer is amazing. Ten takeout beers, actually, if you overthink it, sounds like too much. 
but we're just doing a regular one to 10. So 10 take up beers in this game is actually incredible. It's more of a Got cumulative, it. like per month, maybe 10 take up yeah. beers in a month is an incredible month. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Can you believe it? And no, that, I, should, that's not. No. We should add that to our bucket list individually. 10 take out oh, beers in one month someday. It's like Mark Spitz like. Like, you don't go into the Olympics <laughs> thinking you're going you're yeah. to get 10 takeout beers. That's not. No. Maybe a year. Yeah. Leaving, Maybe in that, a year. leaving the house 10 times in a month would be a good month oh. for me. <laughs> what? That's insane. Oh, my God. All right. So just to recap, I gave uh, fireworks in the front yard of my family's cabin. One takeout beer that was miserable. I gave uh, the town of Rush City two takeout beers. Um, and I gave uh, watching the twins this summer three takeout beers. <laughs> and yeah. that led to a little game about who were the best eight players on the 2001 Minnesota Twins. Oh, that's how it works. That's what man. kind of podcast this is. That's how it works. <laughs> um. Okay, uh, I watched a Nick Cage movie, The Unbearable Talent of Nick Cage, something or other. Um, Amber, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it, it on? What really, platform? I think it's, I just rented it through iTunes because I'm Mr. Moneybags here who doesn't mind throwing away five ninety nine on, on a Tuesday night. I, I don't give a shit. Right now, if you, if you said chicken fingers, I will give you, let's, let's make it a reasonable number. I don't, $100. Mm-hmm. If and in, in one hour to rent a movie off iTunes, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't do it. Karen, goddamn to you. Your downtown Cannon Falls looking for a store called iTunes. <laughs> That's it. Yes. You walk into Dan's. Is it around here? I can't it, do it. Yep. Looking under, I'm under, looking under the cornhole at the quick at trip. Dan's, like, huh? Can I get an iTunes rental? <laughs> what? At the Cub Foods next uh, to the Red Box. Hey, can, a there another one of these here? Did you be, did you an iTunes one? Because there's a canoe rental here and then another five miles down. Can, tube? Inner tube? The That's movie nice. was fun and interesting and it ended. Do you guys know Warren Zevon, the singer? Right? Singer, sure. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, I also, another thing you missed, Chicken Fingers, is I asked John if he knew what a pallet was and he got very <laughs> upset with me immediately. I yeah, I fucking too. know what a pallet is. <laughs> John knows what a pallet is. Yeah. Or- Ordinville, that's like, uh, I don't know, that's second Our houses third. are built out. I, I said, I said it kind of casually. 75% of the housing stock is just pallets. I mean, I didn't think it was too pandering. I didn't say like, John, I just was kind of, hey, you know what? Do you know what? You know, I don't know. I feel bad. Well, All right, kids. It's a snow day. <laughs> Ortonville, Ortonville Elementary School. It's a snow day. We're stacking pallets. Stacking pallets, Yay! baby. <laughs> <laughs> kids all go crazy. <laughs> Oh, let me write that down. Um, Okay. So anyway, in the same vein, I just asked you if you knew who Warren Zevon was. And I'm a little embarrassed by that because I'm sure you do. But he has this (laughs) song that like he played her before he died, like keep me in your heart or something. It's a very sad song. And they uh, played it at the end of this like funny action movie as like the outro song. And it ruined the whole movie for me because it was such a terrible music choice. Um, so that got taken down a couple pegs. <laughs> All right. Uh, so how yeah. many how many takeout beers was that? I'm giving it four. All right. It was I mean, actually if, a six for a movie, but I took two down because of the music choice at the end. Last movie that you saw that ranked above a seven takeout beers. Oh, I just watched uh, the other guys tonight. Does that count? No, first time. First time. <laughs> last time you saw a movie for the first time that ranked over seven beers. All I do is rewatch. The other guys, other guys and, so... and the heat. That's all yeah. I do now. You know what it's called when they do that in there? It's called Soup Kitchen. 
It's so thanks for thanks for the F shack. It's so perfect <laughs> that that little scene, that little uh, that comedian. I don't know his name that does that little cameo. It's so perfectly. It's perfectly written, mm-hmm. and every little just in just little inclination, like little. It, you know what it's called when he does that in there, or when they do that in there. It's called soup kitchen. Oh, he, oh, he hits the <laughs> soup. Hits the soup. Perfect. Just every part of it. I love it so much. God. Uh, no, I... he gets a sniff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure they knew you were cops. <laughs> like what? So, anyways, I'm sorry. I watched a movie called The Worst Person in the World. Um, Isn't that a I... TV show? Isn't that a series? No, no, but it's no, a movie. I'm thinking you're the worst. I'm thinking you're, you're... you're the worst was good. You, okay. uh, chicken, I would also love for you to watch the worst person in the world. I believe it's on Hulu. Okay, um, I'm in. I got you. You'll, I, I feel like you're going to get about 30 seconds in. Um, that's where I'm at. With at every... least chicken fingers. Maybe you're the real, your non online persona might sure. like it. Um, it's subtitled. I think it's French. Uh, it's very foreign. <laughs> Uh, wow. Yeah, it's it's hitting. This it's is... it's checking a lot of boxes. <laughs> this, is a, this is a big ass. Why did you? Yeah, I know. Wow. I'm giving that eight, eight takeout beers. You're the worst worst, worst person, person in the world. Hmm. Yep. Okay. It sounds to me like a like a Mr. Bean type. <laughs> like that's where I feel it's going. But the I think French it's closer. And this is not going to make it any better for you. It's going to make it so much worse. And I, I, I wish I had a better comparison. It's a little bit of like an Annie Hall type. Oh my uh, God. A French wow. Annie <laughs> Hall. And you're like, French I think you'll like it. <laughs> French Woody Allen. What oh, the fuck? French <laughs> Annie Hall. Bill is just an hour of NBA <laughs> basketball. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then Patrick uh, Kawhi makes this makes yeah. a cameo appearance and, yeah and, I, uh, I just i guess i mean more of like a per- dating life person trying to find themselves but it's right. female focused it's good I'm, it's good it's of lots of lots of vignette sort of things that kind of mm-hmm. add up to something else kind of like annie hall was okay. it's a, it, there's no woody allen flavor of it at all in that regard there is no like <laughs> whiny terrible person there's all that baggage is gone it's just kind of a pedophilia yeah, there's there's none of that. I don't. I don't Good. There's, hold on, let me think. No, <laughs> no, I don't think. God damn it! Yeah, no, wait, that's actually why it's the title. Now that I think about it, no. Jesus. Um, oh, good. Okay. Good. Okay. Huh. We, All right. I'll Brandon, give it a shot. I have a Look. question about vignettes, Brandon. Yeah. Have you ever seen the Richard Linklater movie Slacker? Oh my god. Um, yes, mm. but I can't even recall. It's the. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's just I'm sort it's of following just a, set, a, a series of random, really unconnected scenes. Uh huh. And I I want to tell you my slacker story. So when <laughs> this this ties into video rentals as well, because when I was in high school, there obviously was no way to rent movies except by going to the rental store. Mm-hmm. And the video rental store at Ertonville, you know, they did a pretty good job with the new releases. But then there was like the, the new releases were on like the one palette. Yeah. And then there was a whole other palette of like older. Honest to God, I think some of the shelves were actually built <laughs> out of pallets. pallets. Um, but there was like the shelf of the dusty movies that nobody ever read. And one of them was Slacker. And it had, a, it had a stupid sort of case to it. And so one day some friends and I rented Slacker and we watched it and we were high school kids and we didn't know 
that Richard Linklater was a famous director or anything. And so we we watch it and it was, you know, it, it, it is what it is. But we thought it was the worst movie ever. And at the end, we were all like, man, that movie's so bad. I want to kill myself. And I went like 12 years thinking of this as the worst movie I ever saw. And then I saw it referenced in another movie review or something. And like 12 years later, I found out that this was a cult classic that people loved. And uh-huh. it was like an early example of whatever, whatever. And just it was like finding out that Brandon never knew what a pallet was until tonight. <laughs> Wait, what, just completely you think he didn't up. know what a pallet was. No, no, no. I have I I know a pallet. I even know what a forklift is. I drove one once. Oh, on purpose? Like, like they, they gave it to you or you stole it? It was part of my job for a summer at a like a shipping and receiving plant when I was that's fifteen. Why that you don't drive? I mean, that's cool. If no, you know, not not this summer. It was a previous oh, okay. summer. I was okay. fifteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was going to say summer. I, I, boy, that's and marketing changed. changed. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Interesting. Huh. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, okay, should we move on? Yep. Um, I made a lot of backyard s'mores with my kids. I'm giving that uh, six takeout beers. I'm saying bonding with my family in the backyard on some nice patio furniture is good. S'mores, not so good. Wildly overrated. So overrated. I just, they suck. They're a pain in the ass. They're sticky. Uh, You have to make like eight of them and the kids only want one. You just have extra s'mores sitting around. They're burned. I, I just, I don't. I don't know, man. I did Marshmallows in general are one of our more overrated foods. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, okay. I'll keep going. Uh, coaching a seven, seven-year-olds at baseball. I'm giving six takeout beers to this as well. Oh, wow. Um, seven-year-olds is six beers? Surprisingly, by the... Well, this is seven and eight-year-olds. My kid is seven, but he was with the eight-year-olds. The eight-year-old, they... They get a lot better as they, you know, like the age difference is, is monumental at this from seven right. to eight. Um, they... They learn uh, quickly, but uh, I, I, I'm obsessed with coaching. I love it. It's my favorite thing in the whole world. Absolute Whoa, passion. Really? Uh, it's my favorite. It's the number one thing in my life. Turnaround. Yeah. I no, cannot it's... tell you how many times I've told the story of the first time your son was in baseball and oh you God. tried not to coach the team and you showed up and there was a guy in a business suit trying to decide which hand the glove went on and you were... <laughs> Oh God, was it, it was, it was the yeah. worst ever. Well, and, and maybe I've told this story before and I apologize, but I tell it a lot. Um, and so I'm just going to keep telling it. Um, yep. when Jones, who's now 10, when he was seven, I was an assistant coach and the head coach, uh, coach Bob, he's a very nice guy. Uh, but he called the kids over for the first practice and kids gather around, gather around, everybody, uh, take a knee. And, uh, the kids all took a knee and he looked at me and he said, coach, take a knee, please. This motherfucker made me made me a grown ass man of 38 years old at that point. Take a knee. I've never forgotten it. I've never forgiven him. It's just it's over for me and him. So, yes, it was a it was a rocky start to my coaching career. Um, But it uh, (laughs) uh, it's gotten a lot better. Um, And so I uh, this I, you know, the uh, coaching the 10 year old baseball team is coming up here and moving up in order, obviously, with that's number of beers. Stand by me. Like, I mean, that's fair. The movie Stand By Me. Yep. Uh, Principal, what the hell was his name? Principal Joe something. Mm, and Joe Crab Shack. God yep. damn it. That's, yeah, what a great movie. That's a, okay. Anyways, that's, he does that exact same thing. He looks, the, 
He says, everybody at attention. And then he looks at one of the teachers and he screams at the teacher. And the oh. teacher was picking up a piece of garbage and he's like, I told you to stand still. And he, holy shit. I love that. Yeah. I want to, I want to go play for coach Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Tight ship. Bob, it's, really it's not Bob Knight, is it? It is Bob Knight. Yeah. Bob Knight lives in St. Louis park now. Yeah. It's the chicken. It's the chicken figures dichotomy. Hates hates authority, oh, but loves being loves Bob Knight somehow. <laughs> no, I would hate it. It'd be a disaster. But that's look. I my career is behind me. I I just <laughs> just for the fun. I need some spice it up. It's fun to witness. Yeah. Um, chicken, you can take this next couple minutes off here if you wouldn't mind. Uh, go grab a beer or something. Um, <laughs> the Rudy Go Bear trade. <laughs> Seven beers. <laughs> Seven beers. Wow. Seven beers. Yeah. That is that is a high number for the Timberwolves trading their entire franchise for a whiny over 30 big man. Where's he from? I, oh, you don't want to know. None of your no, business. No, because I'm seeing a thread. I'm seeing a common thread with woven. Woven? Woven? We, Wo- weaved? 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 Woven weaved. through this entire podcast. A lot of French. A lot of French. <laughs> Yep. Brandon, off the top of your head, when is Bastille Day? January 13th. <laughs> That's not right. I'm glad you didn't get that right. So you don't know. I would I would have seen I would have seen chicken just pop out of this little box on the screen and then appear in your box on the screen somehow like two minutes later. I thought this was punching you in the side of the head. I figured this is one of the things that you didn't know either. So if I just sounded like I knew, you'd probably be like, Oh yeah, it is. It must be January 13th. Stu mm. Stu just joined. Hi, Stu. Stu's How here. Oh, 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 geez. Oh, my God. Oh, He's been oh, drinking. Stu, oh, tell no. Brandon when Bastille Day is. Uh, Bastille Day was last week. Oh, did you talk about it on the podcast? I swear I listened. We, I always, loved it. we always talk. You know we, how we are about our French holidays. You love to observe Bastille Day. I must have I missed do. that yes. part. I'm so sorry. Yes, I, I beat uh, a homeless man to death with a baguette. That's what I did. <laughs> Honestly, I thought it was the 14th of June because I thought it was the same as Flag Day. But no, it's the 14th of July. 14th of July. Good to know. Um, I know that I'm overdoing this trade reaction because it could very well be a disaster. But I kind of just landed on like kind of a YOLO point of view on this one. Like, (laughs) let's just let's just do it and be legends. Right. Like the fire festival. Let's just do it and be legends. To that deal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Let's just David give it Stern a whirl. is dead. He is absolutely dead. I do also, I, what I really enjoyed, although I don't know if I necessarily enjoyed it, but I did feel like sort of vindication is we complain a lot about any sort of national media, whoever, not having any fucking clue what's going on in Minnesota ever. And sometimes they have to pretend that they do. And this is a perfect example of that, of every single article or podcast or thing on TV or whatever about this trade just proved no one is watching the Timberwolves. No one knows who has been on the team in the past or currently or anything. So I give feeling morally superior to national media people, 10 takeout beers. That is 10 takeout. Beers. That's my, Oh, Stu, you don't understand the bit that we're doing right now. That's we're fair. ranking things from one to 10 takeout beers. Mm-hmm. And this is per month takeout beers. So 10 is good. <laughs> and one is the least not good 10 Although, at the same time, okay. not at the same time. Cause 10 take up beers would be, it'd be a disaster Bad. in a lot of okay. different ways. Um, I've got another one here that I was wondering, I'd love to get your opinion. Um, drinking five to six days a week. 
What if you're doing it for your job? Let's, uh, let's, yeah. Let's get some. Uh, um, what if it doesn't really interfere with your family life when you have to do it at nine in the morning? What, how does that? Uh, <laughs> your your <laughs> ranking might be different than me. I'm yeah. I'm I'm giving it right now because this is a new newer thing for me. I'm giving it seven takeout beers, <laughs> but I'm worried it's going to be a two takeout beer scenario here pretty quickly. But man, uh, it's the summer. There's something going on every day. I taught there my coaches on every goddamn day. Every goddamn day, there's Every a good reason day. to have Those a beer. Pieces of shit from Pine Island. Yeah, you got to go there and watch it. And Is that out loud? Was that out loud? I'm sorry. <laughs> In a fucking Pine Island. <laughs> Should be the Pine Island overpriced commodities at their elevators. Yeah. yeah. Get them. Yeah, yeah. Take that, Pine yeah. Island. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I taught, uh, well, I didn't teach necessarily. I'm probably giving myself too much credit, but I lightly suggested to some of my fellow youth coaches that a parking lot beer after youth sports practice might be a fun idea to try. And we tried it and we liked it. We liked it a lot. It was really good. So now I have practiced six days a week. If what there's four coaches, if one coach brings beer and goes beer, what am I going to do? No. No, You're not gonna say it's not no. gonna happen. It's 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 nine o'clock at night at that point. I, I was gonna have I wanted to have a beer anyway. And then the boys go and do do pick up ball out in the out in the yeah, field. Yeah, they, they fuck around doing something. There's a it's playground, they play baseball, they play whatever. You're not home yet. They do what they do at that age. Wife's not, happy because you're not home yet. Like not home yet. I either have one there. or both kids with me. Yeah. Fuck. Win 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 win. Yeah, everybody happy. wins. Happy. She's happy. Daniel is happy. Everybody clam. Yeah. Yep. The happiest. I'm, I'm not her. around. Yeah. God, she's so happy. I've never she's seen her. anybody so happy. <laughs> Danielle, I should bring her, her in here and be like, the summer for you. She's like 10, 10 takeout beers. She's never, <laughs> never fucking here. It's awesome. And he comes <laughs> home and just immediately sleeps. Goes to bed. <laughs> just immediate right to the... I don't even know if he's brushed his teeth in months. He's just straight to bed. Yep. So it's a lot, though. It's a lot of beers, a lot of drinking, but it's only like two a night. But also mm. there's a lot of good reasons uh, to drink <laughs> beer. And the other thing that's a factor is there's a lot of good beer to be drank. Beers are good, man. There's a lot of good ones. And yeah. I, Do you I remember when keep beer trying wasn't good? It was kind not of. that long ago that beer wasn't that good. Yeah. Like, if you wanted to drink something that was different, you had to drink like a red stripe. Like oh, yeah. Rolling- Rolling Rock was an exotic beer. Oh my god! I had like a Sierra Nevada, and was like, oh my god, I, I have found God. Yeah, that's it. And then now, I didn't see one for six years. There's a brewery two doors down from everybody's house now, making good beer. I was like, hey, Labatt Blue. Now there's a good beer. That's mm-hmm. a great beer. I don't I haven't fucking seen it in years. It's like it's, it's Canadian. I mean, that's why you're not seeing it that much. Is it French Canadian? Um, no, because Brandon is right back in. It, love, is, not, it is not French Canadian. It I love is, the French. Um, it's from Ontario, I believe. Oh, oh okay, okay, that's fine. Uh, um, that you haven't seen Stu is, uh, I don't know. Brandon is extolling the virtues of France today. Rudy Gobert, <laughs> um, yeah. French movie, some movie that you're worst person on earth. He, the worst he, person in the world. I haven't seen it. Rating too. It the, might be French. It's foreign. The soft 
socialism, uh, quasi-centrist policies of French President Emmanuel Macron. Macron, yep, 10, 10 take off years. He's coming I, I, was, I would have said that, 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 <laughs> Before the chicken got here, guy, that is the most scanning. Oh, thing oh yeah. Scanning. Oh yeah. <laughs> before, before chicken got here, Brandon did a 20 minute break. He didn't even stop to let me say anything. Did like a 20 minute breakdown of the tour de France. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in 37th place. Or not. <laughs> 37th place. Yeah. Oh, underrated. Could have consecutive high. minutes on team Yumbo Visma. that's just the good shit right there yeah people are going to ask us to like not record for another couple of months probably but yeah take just take some time off yeah Yeah. you guys are doing fine doing a lot doing a lot i got more i should probably just be done here pretty quickly with this bit why Um, we got nothing else to talk about keep going I've got the top six songs from New Miserable Experience by the Jim Blossoms. All right, we'll and, get to that soon. I'm fucking ready. All right, I'm going to go. Don't, don't, don't gonna, stifle me. One, two, three, four. I'm going to do four more, and then we'll move on to Stu. Okay. All right, here we um, go. John, in the green room, you asked about the Millers, my baseball team that I still play for. I'm 41. Mm-hmm. I'm a dinosaur. I'm giving that eight takeout beers. Um, it's a 10 experience, but it's a six uh, with how much pain I'm in for days on end afterward uh the weirdest weirdest like uh one of my left my my left butt cheek hurts Mm -hmm. for two days afterwards i don't know Mm -hmm. why that doesn't seem like i'm using it that much um so i'm in a lot of pain and the end is near but i still get to get give it that's what i've been doing with my time off Uh, i give it eight beers so as the kids get older so you got one you said playing at seven playing up to eight Mm mm-hmm you and then Jones 10 10 10 so I mean you're just tip of the spear the meat grind you're you're just putting your toes in the meat grinder how are you going to balance Miller's and uh, 9 U and 11 U bugs 12 13 U is when it really I mean now you're picking oh. up the pace oh you're my gone tournaments. how are you gonna have you thought about this no uh well yes I have thought about it and there's there's two options one uh I'm done after in the next two weeks and just call it a day, call it a career, hang up the old cleats. Uh, that's fine. Two is I propose to my coach for next year, uh, schedule a Saturday night game every single Saturday night throughout the summer, because I'll never have, we don't have out of town tournaments yet. I'll be busy as hell, but I'll, there'll be Saturday day games. And so I'll ask uh, a very storied town ball franchise to completely upend how they like to schedule games purely for my benefit. And I don't think that's going to go well. So I'm probably done. So back on the farm, there was a, do- the old man had a dog named Rusty. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God. Li- lived, to, <laughs> lived to 17. <laughs> oh never, never was in the house. Never stepped foot in the house, lived in the barn. Mm-hmm. Never ate food. Was never fed. It's exactly like me. But... You're describing me. Never in the house and never ate food. Cow milk. Oh. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And mice and rats. And <laughs> great career. Best dog they ever had. Yeah. Uh, one day it was just gone. It had walked into the woods, went deep into the woods, went behind a tree and died under a cedar tree. They found its bones years, years later. Um, right. No, no pomp, no circumstance, walked away, died. Kind of, kind of what you're after. Are you doing like the Jeter, like, um, Oh, try to get gifts. Yeah. Every stadium, the Brock and chair made out of baseball bats. Like, Hey, Meesville, what do you got for me? (laughs) Oh, they're going to give you a a, a cooler (laughs) full of shit. They'll beat you to death with a tire iron. Cooler cooler full of human shit. All right, Sandstone. This is my last time around. Come on. Give me some gifts. What's the, I mean, or something in the middle, like the retire Jersey retirement ceremony. They put your number, a big wooden panel up on the right field wall. What? Uh, I'll just hey. be gone. I'll just, yeah, probably. But also I'll still come out every once in a while, not to play, but it, let's see in this analogy, it would be just to come out and, and, uh, and drink some milk. From, and then go back into the woods. This would be this would be beers. I'll still go out and hang with the guys on Saturday nights or Sunday nights or whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah, they're my they're my friends. It's, I mean, we just talked about it. A parking lot beer. If there's a parking lot beer in any vicinity, I am I am absolutely there. And Jones loves uh, loves hanging out with the guys and you know gets to be like, they're so, you know he thinks they're cool. My old man played Tom Ball till late forties. And that was some of my best memories was about that age of your boys hanging out with that. The other players, kids that were about my age, they're all from different towns. Like best ever. Yeah. That's some of my best memories. And so they've got kids that are similar age that they play, go chase fall balls, go play pickup ball, stuff like that there. Mm-hmm. Well, that helps you stay yeah. on longer. It just needs to be a Saturday night or a Sunday night game for me to actually have the capacity to go to the games so we'll see that's the difference like my dad just never went to my games he just he just kept right. playing and he just, right. yeah, okay well, that's yeah. the difference okay yeah i see all right okay um the next thing uh better call saul the tv show i'm giving it nine takeout beers it's excellent it's very good and when i have any free moments at all danielle and i have been watching that show so nine nine takeout beers for better call saul so you've seen one episode this whole time. <laughs> I'm caught up, baby. I, I have not seen any of them. I have seen all of Breaking Bad, but I have not seen any episodes of Better Call Saul. I have not seen El Camino. So I'm like saving those for a rainy yeah. day. What was There's that third a, thing you said that you'd never seen? El Camino, El Camino? is the the, the movie. The follows movie. Jesse after uh, the events of the uh, series conclusion of Breaking Bad. And John, remember, Jesse? remember, we made you this list of TV shows to watch. Like, yep, I think I when we started that. the podcast ten years yeah. ago, 
Yeah. When um, I wasn't married and didn't have any kids and I still didn't get to all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But there was a whole bunch of bandy that was on ESPN. There was a lot of, yeah. You can't miss the bandy. Um, yeah. John, uh, better call Saul is still the number one. You got it. That's the thing to start with for a series. I thought breaking bad was no wait. I thought, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. On. Breaking bad. Start and then better bad, call Saul. Yes. Start with breaking bad. My, I think I'm when sorry. we did this list, the Sopranos was the, or the wire. One of those. Things I think that breaking bad is going to keep your attention more. Um, I will watch the Sopranos. I am very distractible. Yes. Yes, it's true. No, but that's a good, like, plot-driven thing. Okay. All right. Um, I went to Austin for vacation with my friends and my wife, and we had a great time. I'm giving Austin as a city 10 takeout beers. No surprise there. Uh, Clarification. Austin, Austin, Minnesota or Austin, Texas? Austin, Minnesota. (laughs) I'm going to give, I'm going to give, like, a five. I'm going to give a five. I like Austin. Minnesota. I'm going to give Austin, Texas a 10. Okay. As you should. Yep. And then my last thing I want to give 10 take up beers to is coaching 10 year olds at baseball. Uh, the older kids are just a thousand. They're just so much more fun. Um, both ages are great. Love coaching. As I talked, as I said earlier, that's just like been the greatest thing ever. And I, I know that's a little goofy from me who complained about it for many years about how miserable I was, but, uh, you know, uh, the kids are getting older. I got We have a couple guys here who are already dealing with kids, either gone or about to be gone. And I already like they're 10 and seven and I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so I came in late because I just got done coaching our last game of the season. This is 14, 14 you. Oh so, man. <clears throat> been coaching the same group since either as head or assistant coach since they were six. Let's say if six. I go off camera, it's because I am bawling my eyes out. They move on to a level next year where they are coached by the varsity coach. So VFW baseball next year. Yep. So that's my, uh, I'm done. And this is my last kid, last game with this group. Um. So oh. I hear every word you are saying about the older they get, the more enjoyable it gets coaching mm-hmm. them because the baseball's better. Just the baseball is better. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you start to see them doing some of the things that the coaches are asking them to do and getting better because the, that's rewarding. I will tell you, there is a flip side to this at, at this level that will drive. I think it'll drive you particularly absolutely insane. And it is something very specific. You will have told somebody since they were six years old to do something (laughs) and you will coach them in a 14 U game and they will still be doing it. Uh I've told them, let's say somewhere around 1700 times (laughs) (laughs) and you are now into your last game. You are ever coaching them and they still do it. And you're like, I I didn't, I made zero progress, (laughs) none. Zero. I did not. I failed remarkably. So it's not like, like I've coached you. This is 500 games. I've coached you 500, Uh 1000 practices. Don't do that. (laughs) And they just did it. They did. So while there's the rewarding set, I'm just warning you that these kids that you're and you're in a small enough town and it's probably going to be the same batch of kids oh, yeah. for the most part year by year, right? Yep. You're not in Maple Grove where maybe kids move up and down rosters somewhat each year. There's no, no 
new kids moving into St. Louis Park of like, oh boy, new talent coming in. <laughs> That's right. No. So yeah, I'm just telling you, you're going to be like, you hit a pop fly and it looks like it might be fair and it might be foul. It's like 50, 50 fucking run. Yeah. Run. Don't yeah. just stand there and stare at it. Cause you, you think you might, it might go foul. So then you won't have to waste energy fucking run. <laughs> I've told you. Nope. It happened tonight. Nope. Oh my God. Uh, we just asked you. you to sprint four times over <laughs> two hours. Four times in two hours. Can you do that? No. It's no, no. Because what if it's foul, coach? Then look, well, I, and we'll have accomplished nothing. Then I just wasted energy. Now the energy's gone, coach. I can't get it back. Okay, that's good. That's a good warning. Just brace yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's true. Um, but that was what I've been doing. So thank you for indulging me for a full fucking hour of this gimmick. This has been a great podcast. Just talking about Brandon Summer. I think uh, takeout beers should just be like the structure of the show. We just like rank shit. Sure. <laughs> thank you. Mid 2000 era ESPN. <laughs> Do you remember? I almost like it's one of those things that's so surreal I'd have to look it up, but do you remember there was a thing on like Sports Center where they they had like panels about who's now and who's next? Yes. Yep. And they're like, yeah, 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 sure. I mean, the guy is good, but is he now? And they had to be like, yeah, no, it's true. It's content. I don't know if Carmelo is now. Yao Ming might be now. It's like what's cheaper than paying for rights to a major league sport? Just having (laughs) debate shows on twenty four seven. I don't think it's an improvement no. at all, but I get the I get the economics of it. You just got to clone Stephen A. Smith to be on every station at every time, but it's still not, you know, it's not the event. It's the talking about the event. I'm going to go ahead and podcast. We really are. We really are just hypocrites on that. That's true. That's we're doing basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I That's think I, it's kind of bold and arrogant, but I think takeout beers is a better concept than who's now. I'm saying it, man. Fuck it. Yes, it is. I've had some beers. I'm saying it. That's okay. um, you know what else? Um, I'm joking. It's obviously like so much better. Um, you know what else I would give 10 takeout beers to is uh, the Gin Blossoms, just in general. Hell yeah, you would. You know I would. Um, yeah. Um, before um, the um, I missed the uh, start of the show, I was out doing things and stuff hobnobbing but hobnobbing um went to a uh, somebody's housewarming there were a uh, beer garitas which is beer and uh tequila mix hold on a second hold on hold on mm-hmm. beer garitas beer can garitas. you can you back up and walk me through this what is it yeah it's a beer and mark mix you fucking dummy. mixed together yes not beer mixed with tequila but beer mixed with margarita mix correct so it's, and also tequila. Truth, John. My buddy Doug sent me the recipe here about a month yeah. ago. Hold on. I'm wow. Look it up. It's from Struggling so, Doug. I love okay, I love chicken what, coming out top rope and being goes. like, hey, I know Stu just mentioned it, but my buddy Doug was on this a month ago, bro. Oh, Stu, I want to hear uh, I want to hear no, it's I want to hear. It was, it was I think it was just beer and margarita is um was beer sour and margarita mix is what um I was told 
but I was a little, I was a little more fucked up than I thought I was going to be <laughs> after that. So I think it might have been a, might have been a splash of queer than that. I don't, I don't know. That would make some sense because I, this sounds somewhat similar, at least in theory, to a um, chalada, which is a, a favorite of mine, which is beer and Bloody Mary mix. Yeah. And the chaladas are like super low in alcohol because they don't have like. They just use like a regular light beer. So they're like 3% in alcohol. Yeah, it's like it's, like it's, it's a Modelo and a whole bunch of uh, like V8. Yes, Modelo and V8. Dog's recipe. 12 ounces semi-thawed frozen limeade concentrate. So you can picture that 12 ounces. That's like out of the yeah, freezer this, section. Yep. 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 Wax ring or okay. Right next to the five alive. Yep. Mm-hmm. 12 <laughs> fluid ounces of tequila. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, yeah, hold on. There was, well, <laughs> yeah, there was and again, the, the host was from Wisconsin. I should point this out. I should have asked more questions. My God. Doug That's is from me. Austin. It's on me. <laughs> All right. So we got Austin, one from Texas or Austin, Minnesota? <laughs> Six fluid ounces of 7-Up. Six ounces of cold water. So now we're one-third, basically water and 7-Up. One-third tequila, one-third limeade. My God. And then now we're, we add a, a can of beer of your choice mm-hmm. so he says like just a regular beer Coors Light something Coors light, light like a domestic light beer so it's one-fourth tequila one-fourth beer one-fourth limeade one-fourth seven-up water mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like the kind of thing you mix all, for yourself all, yeah in a motel room that's very towny <laughs> it's a sink. super towny it yeah it's delicious I want to point this out Oh, I bet. You're a fucking liar if you don't like it. I just want to point that out, by the way. I will fight anyone who says something bad about it. No, no, no. We're Stu. I know. Uh, <laughs> salt on salted um, rim? Salt, salt was an option. Also, like some of that, like like the Mexican, like the red um, the tagine powder. Mm, if you want to mm-hmm. like, go, like, make it a little spicy. I love that. That, that was also an available option. So. Uh, limes? Limes were there. Yep. Limes were there. There How many a, uh, take up words do you give it? There was guacamole. There was salsa. Jesus, is it Cinco it's, de Mayo? No, it's just it's, it was a housewarming. It's incredible. I'm impressed. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> I want to. I want to know why Doug sent the recipe to chicken, but then uh-huh. invited you to his housewarming. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm gonna serve this to Stu later. See. It'll fuck him up good. What do you think? I, I like, honestly approved. don't know his husband's name. It might be Doug. That would be that would be pretty funny. Um. <clears throat> anyway, I have compiled the top six songs on the um, Jim Blossom's 1994 album "New Miserable Experience." Some might say, "Why not top five? That's because another more successful sports podcast has a top five gimmick." So we're doing top six because we care just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So we've done, we've now done two podcasts in a week. I think that scans, right? Right. Six minute abs. Yes. Number six. Oh, cheating. Mm. It's the last track on the album. It's kind of a country rocker. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like they're sort of making fun of country music, but by the end of it, it's just a really good country song. Yeah. And it's about cheating. There's a lot of country songs about cheating. You sort of get that, right? Um, uh-huh. I have an asterisk coming up next. The asterisk is Till I Hear It From You from oh. Empire Records. Um, it was not on this album, nor was it on their next album, but it was a single released in between because on was on the soundtrack to the film Empire Records, 
with with the lovely Liv Tyler. Um, I'll allow it. It was That's a, a great 10, song. It was a top ten song. It was, oh yeah, it's a, oh just a perfect pop song. It was co-written so, with Marshall Crenshaw. Did you no know shit. that, Brandon? I did not know that. Now no. you do. I do I just, know that now. This is fantastic. Yeah. I have never been more at the edge of my seat. Sorry, John. Yes, I want to. I want to make. I want to make sure I understood here. We're doing a list of the top six songs off this album, and song number five was not on. Not the on the album. No. I said asterisk. <laughs> I did not say five. This is a great list. I number say. four, "Sweet Child That's of Mine." Than great. <laughs> this is this is fantastic. This is good stuff. You had to put it somewhere. Yes. Uh, I'll I'll allow it because it it's a great song. We don't because there's no honorable mention in top six lists. Now, Stu, this was co-written by Marshall Crenshaw. Is that what you just yes. said? Yes. Was it also was the other co-writer Doug Hopkins? The uh, the no, main? He had already he had, he had, he had already uh, uh, died by suicide before that. Before that, interesting. I, I, and I apologize for being Captain Bring Down, but yeah, the the guy who wrote most of the songs of this record um, was kicked out of the band right around when they finished recording it because yep. he had really um, serious struggle with alcohol and um, ended up um, dying by suicide later on. Yep, he, he two parking lot beers every night with his fellow coaches and beer garitas <laughs> and beer garitas. Cut. Uh, he, seven I, would, I would not make jokes about this, but you guys, you're, you're pushing that envelope, man. Now, there's a lot of bands who were kind of a flash in the pan because they just didn't have a ton of talent. No, your third eye blinds, what have your you. Yeah. Harvey Dangers. Yeah. You're uh I just want to fly band. What the fuck? Sugar Rays. You oh, know, there's those right. guys. <laughs> the uh <laughs> the Jim Blossoms were not that. They actually had a very talented guy who just went away and now they've got still somewhat talented people who are still around. Yes. But he was the yes. he was the heart and soul. He was yes. the guy. Correct. Okay. So he was not the co-writer with Marshall Crenshaw. Thank you for clarifying. We are now on to number five. Number I think. Four. Nope. Number five. That was an asterisk. Oh, asterisk. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, John, it's okay. <laughs> I give this seven takeout beers. <sighs> number five. Cajun song. It's a Cajun. It's called Cajun song because there's an accordion in it. Because it's like a, they, they like doing like some Zydeco shit. And um, they're like, they're a new band. So they're going to call it Cajun songs. There's a fiddle and an accordion in it. It's what happens. They're a young folk. band. You let them slide on it, but it's got, it's, it's, it's catchy. Just John Popper is on there. John Popper is not on there. It's a good oh, question sorry. though. Yeah. No, it's not. That's not a good question. It is a bad oh, question. And fuck you. Well, it was you a fun assumption. Up, you can I, make up stuff about Ben Crenshaw co-writing stuff, but I can't make ben up Crenshaw stuff. About the guy was, from no, he's friends. on the senior tour, John. <laughs> That's a different man. This is Marshall. It's his dad. Marshall, yeah. Don't don't Marshall Crenshaw's Ben Crenshaw's dad. Don't diminish one of Hell our yeah. good bits, John. It definitely we is. We have three good bits. Don't diminish. Is this going to be like Chet Hanks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chet Hanks has mm-hmm. nothing to do with this. Kind of, kind of. So Mason Crenshaw is to Chet Hanks as yeah. Ben Crenshaw. It's is Marshall Tom Crenshaw, not Mason Marshall Crenshaw. Marshall Ben Crenshaw, Crenshaw is like on like the at the like Saudi Arabia tournament for dismembering journalists. That's John, not the right thing. John, you figured out a way to mispronounce the word Marshall. You said Marshall. How'd you do that? What a, no, what a I gift. Said, I said Mason Crenshaw. You said Mason <laughs> Crenshaw. Oh my God. Can I get to number four? Please. Yes. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very excited and also super nervous that you're going to, you're going to fuck me over on this one with not having the correct one at number one, just to, all right. Number four. 
Mrs. Rita. Mrs. Okay. Rita. Yeah. Um, that's actually the name of a tarot reader that is on like the main drag in Tempe, Arizona, right by my brother's old place. So, and the Jim Blossoms are from Tempe, Arizona. Um, they used to have their uh, practice space in the brewery where my brother used to work. So you Damn. can see like those guys walking in, like the lead singer, like be like on his skateboard, like trying to pick up chicks. I'm not making any of this up, by the that way. That is very cool. I did not know any of this. How did you save this all for this moment right here? Yeah. We've talked about the Jim Blossoms a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. Why would I? That's, I can't, it's a good bit, Brandon. It's a really good bit. You haven't been here. You haven't been present, Brandon. <laughs> It's, no, it's I, I, I've been drinking. <laughs> I know. You've been drinking your parking lot beers with your cool baseball buddies. <laughs> While we've been here just struggling, just trying, just trying. Uh, Son of a bitch. Spent three months putting out one podcast. I Listen, man. <laughs> it was a good podcast. It was good. I did, I did compliment you on it. It's, been a, it's, it's good. It it's is very good. good. It's All good right. like Hanska. Okay. Number three. Number three, Allison Road. Yeah. It's yep. a oh, banger song. It's yeah. just it's, oh, just such a good... I don't know if there's an Allison Road in Tempe, and I don't know if they do skateboard tricks outside of that road, but it's a good road. And it's I'm going to look song. it up. You, you can look it up. Yeah, I'll try. But I'm going to continue. Yeah. Because number two is going to be controversial. Fuck you. Number don't two is it. jealousy. Don't do it. Oh my god! Number two is hey jealousy. Fucking asshole. I know. That's why uh, this is a bigger upset than Welcome to the Jungle being number five last week. I know. I, I've, I'm still getting direct messages about that, John. <laughs> Matt Matt Wells, the solo Matt, is angry about this. Yeah. John Bonus did not giggle when he texted me. <laughs> it was. Um, I try just getting, uh, the try getting into angry, the Excel John. Energy. The, dad, the dads are in revolt, John. <laughs> Or any bar in Minneapolis. They have it's it's hard for them to be angrier. I just think, a just a quick follow up. There is no Allison Road in Tempe. There is an Allison Drive. It probably just didn't I mean, work as well. It's 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 one of those. I, I I can't I can't help you on that journey. It's all I can do. I'm just trying to think of other facts to get me away from screaming at you about your wrongness about this. <sighs> it's one of the best songs ever. I know written, it's one of the Stu. best songs ever. It's the second best song on the album, though, because That's number one is Found Out About You. Found Out About You. Yes, of course. Absolute they all love to say it. But legendary. Legendary, as John's <laughs> soccer announcers like to say. They, God, it is they a... take it down to three syllables. That's how good it is. It's so good. Legendary. Just listen to it again. It's the most heartbroken song on earth. D- don't don't it, it listen to it again. Me. Elliot don't... Smith thinks it's too sad. Don't listen. Elliot Smith killed himself with a knife. So come on. <laughs> It is the saddest song that's ever been popular. I swear to God, just let it go, let it go, let it go. No. Anyway, so yeah, that's number one. That is the top six songs on New Miserable Experience. Um, next podcast, only in the top six. Let's say just Maggie's. Like in, people named Maggie in music? Yes. Does it have to be music based? <laughs> no, just Maybe like a neighbor. Because like I think of. Could, uh, be Rod, Maggie May, Rod could be Maggie Jill and Hall. You don't know. Yeah, Jill and Hall. Don't fucking judge me, Brandon. It's gonna Fuck it's you. gonna be a real shock when number one is old Maggie Thatcher. <laughs> oh, I can guarantee that won't Spoiler. happen. Spoiler, Iron Lady. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> oh. I know this is an upset, but 
Uh, I'm old and dorky enough to be mad about that, John. So. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, what was the I'm... what's the name of the the lady who's on this TV show Community? She was on Mad Men. The actress, oh, gosh. Allison Brie. Oh, Allison Brie. Never mind. That's okay. not that's not Allison. Really. She's great though. Oh, sorry. We can do top six Allisons. We can do that too. Mm. I'm adaptable. Allison transmission. I like the link from this week to the next week with the Allison. Allison. I think that's going to, that's going to do well. Just, just like with engagement and stuff, like with the numbers, Mm -hmm. that's going to be really good for social engagement for us. You know, cause trying to get the show popular and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, That's definitely been an almost our number one concern since the start is trying. If you loved last week, wait till next week when we quadruple down on the Allison's and nothing happened in sports at all. It's Allison week on the sport is (laughs) well, that was so many bits. It was John, would you say you're pre furious about next week's Allison's rankings? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially probably. when Stu says there's six of them and then he lists off nine percent. <laughs> That'll be an asterisk. One of them's not named Allison. <laughs> yeah, one of them's not. <laughs> Dave, my coworker, he's just the best. <laughs> the, be- the, the fourth best Allison is asterisk. Dave, my coworker. Asterisk is Dave's <laughs> Dave. an asterisk. God, what a guy. What a guy. I, like I love Dave. The best Allison. That's a good list, Stu. I like it. Should we rename? Comprehensive, well thought out. Yeah, well, I mean, well articulated. I mean, I went Wrong. obvious with the Guns and Roses list last week because I no, I'm not. At one. I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter that you last week when I wasn't here ranked my favorite album of all time, <laughs> and this week ranked an album <laughs> I really never don't like any songs. I'm, I don't know. I know it. Really. No, don't worry about it. It's cool. Worry yes. about it. Yeah. Good time. Yeah, you know how I feel chicken oh no, it's okay that's fine rocket queen's really good though right chicken? Oh, of course yeah i mean <laughs> damn it's a good song people got mad at me by ranking that like really high but it's a really good song i well, feel like you think... overranked it though to make a point though i think so you're not making up there was no point being made no, yeah, you made, you're never made a, a point. point in 330 episodes <laughs> no nah, you're just you're proving a point that's i not... don't think it was i think your point was and in, in your head was it's a song that you're not going to hear when you turn on KQ. It's yes. you're not going to hear it, and, and that's why you like it. And what? Not why you like it. It's not the only reason why, but it's a considerable factor in why. Yes. You, you will get some other things out just a lot. Yeah, well, I get it. It like, is you will get the, burned out on more than the feeling by Boston. You will. Yeah, it's because mm-hmm. every hour. I know. I know. I know. Not I'm yet. Sorry. Maybe not that one. Happened I'm to me yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I do. That, no, that is a but personal thing. you're not saying that Rocket Queen is necessarily a better song than Welcome to the Jungle. You're just happier to hear it now because when you hear Welcome to the Jungle, you're like, fuck, I've heard it a thousand times. I'm done with it, man. And let's hear a little bit of Rocket Queen. 19, if it was 1987, your list would be different. We all evolve. We all change. I the first time you listened to that album, you no, definitely I, were just like, I, I can cannot tell you get the enough first of time. Welcome to the jungle. No, I picked out Rocket Queen right away the first time I listened to it. Oh, you did? You well, fucking. Well, pardon I me. I did. Oh, why do you? Jeez. There's no penalty. Also, for that lying, was my first. Still, <laughs> also, honestly, that's it was like the weird contrarian streak that I had 
It was no like, shit. Well, I'm gonna do this hair metal mm-hmm. shit in high school because I'm like a weird alternative dark out in the mm-hmm. sticks. But have like, you, oh, Rocket Queen's really good. Have you ever had a, 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 a? I'm sure you've met him. I'd be shocked if you haven't. But have you ever had an extended conversation with Brian Oak? I have not. But you've met him. I'm but I've met him. Yeah, more than okay. a few times. Okay, yeah. you haven't. Okay, seems to be that would be something you would. That yes. whole out in the sticks. Um, that whole alternative kid out in the sticks trying Mill to, you, you know, prove his cred. You both, kind of, yeah, have that trying to fit in while still, like, you know, saying I'm above it. That type yeah, of thing. I don't think it's. Oh yeah, I, I get think... that. I get. I mean, I I look for that tendency in oh. myself all the time. Fuck you, Brandon. And that's just, <laughs> just a thing that yeah, I, I'm. I see it in myself all the time, but I swear to God, if we can get some Hector people on the podcast, they will say that I was like standing for <laughs> believe it. in 1988. So, Stu, what were some other ways back in, eight, what, when did it come out? 86? 87. 87? I guess 87. Is that it? 87. 87. Yeah, it was 87. What were some other ways that you would try to like stand out to show that you're like, a little bit different like was it was there like a hairstyle that was cool back then of like that kind of shows no. was it clothing was it just music it was for me it was just music yeah that was kind I mean, of your way I of had, like I you guys don't REM even know the replacements shirt. man i had an rem shirt and i knew who the replacements were that was really about it and nobody everybody else was like are they oh? like warrant <laughs> no yeah but uh, but to give the sticks credit like prince was pretty fucking weird Okay. I mean, he yeah, was yeah, very yeah. popular, but he was weird, and like everyone liked Prince. Yeah, and, and Guns and Roses, in Guns and Roses, oh God, too many beers. Sorry, in Here Guns and Roses's defense, <laughs> that was a very like edge pushing band compared to Bon Jovi and all the hair metal bands, and even Def Leppard. Right, that was a very like you know they sang about the drugs and the sex and the stuff, and they were very mm-hmm. you know that they, they were more. Oh God, I hate using the word dangerous about music, but at the time, yeah. they were dangerous compared mm. to everything else that was going. The late 80s for music was horrible. At least this is the stuff that was on the radio. Yeah. Just right. garbage. Trash, garbage, awful. Mm-hmm. Bad, bad, bad stuff. Just listen to like the, the billboard number ones from like 87 and 88. You will like go our bud wire. I mean, you will lose your fucking <laughs> shit. It is so bad. Yeah, it's a lot of hair metal. Like, like literally, like Madonna. Really was, I, mean, I mean, obviously, Madonna's got flaws and all that shit, but Madonna was fucking edgy as hell. Whitney Houston. So much bad stuff. The number one song of 1987 was Walk Like an Egyptian by the Bengals. <laughs> oh, oh, Christ. I like the Bengals too, but that's not a great song. Not that song. No. Not that one, man. Number two was Alone by Heart. I like heart. I like heart too. I like alone. How do I get you That was you that was alone. cashing in on like that's remarkable. Yeah, like late, okay, can we talk about late seventies heart for about five minutes? I'd love to. So late seventies heart so good. Magic so, man. Oh her, God, it's so good. She can you name how many female leads rock singers can you name that are better singers than she is? Ann Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, Ann Wilson. How many? None. Um, it's a short I, list. I, I, it's you are, like Janice Joplin, maybe that's about mm-hmm. it. But that's it. Uh, He's so good. Rock music, yeah. And they tried to sex them up in the eighties, but they're yeah, they, they they're musical. Stuff. And the Bengals too all play their own instruments. Yep. Um, a unique feature, I think, for that era for their style. Yeah. 
I think that's probably part of the reason why you probably liked him too. Mm-hmm. Um, but her just simply ability that her singing ability is insane. Heart still like, wails. She could, hit, she could hit the Robert Plant. They would cover yeah. Led Zeppelin a lot in concert. And go. she could hit Robert Plant's notes, which is hard as fuck to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're they're like they're fantastic. I mean, yeah. Can we just talk about heart for a little while longer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. Let's riff. Barracuda, Can't. obviously and, Barracuda oh, the guitar. Barracuda. I haven't yeah, started pressing record yet, so we're still in the green room. Here. So we'll, we'll get started here in a couple of minutes. Yeah, but uh, just the, the crazy on you magic man are like one in three on their first album. I mean, they could have no fucking way. retired on those. They could have retired right there. God, that's they're so fucking just, good. I mean, they, yeah, just they had, it was acoustic and then it was electric, just like Led Zeppelin, which they obviously loved, and they mm. were so good. And, now, yeah, then, is, and then they had uh, number one with Alone, which was like a prom shit which is fine and it's got a good melody it's a good it is it is a good and it bought him a house i guarantee it bought all of those people in the band a house and the video has to be one of the weirdest fucking things it was a weird fucking video just weird what is the like sort of for the what's the kind of known as the best i mean from you Stu? like what's the is it is it magic man is it for, for heart crazy on you? Yeah, like what's oh, the one, one of those two? Yes, one, one of those, those two, right? I guess okay. Barracuda. I think it's that's, Barracuda, but that's yeah. Eh, I think but those I mean, other two are better, though. I, yes, I do think the other two are better. Right. Mm. Mm. I I think Barracuda dissension it, uh, displays their style because it it features both her voice and the guitar, yeah, where the other songs Nancy, feature Nancy, her voice sister on guitar. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. It, so mm-hmm. it's the, the pair of sisters, and I think Barracuda displays both of their talents more. Also, was on uh, Guitar Hero. I think guitar, a lot more guitar. guitar I think. Rock band, it's one of the more video games. So it's like, forward. Now it's a, it's a band you want to sing along to. I don't have as much fun singing along to Barracuda as I no. do. You know, so I thought the point. I guess I thought the question was, what's more of like the quintessential heart song, and that's why right. I pick it because it yeah, Barracuda is probably right for that. As far as my personal favorite, it would be mm-hmm. Magic Man or Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm. But and, crazy but, and the, but that's a, the '80s hair metal stuff. Bottom made them rich, and God bless them, they deserved it. When mm-hmm. did she marry that camera? What did Nancy marry that uh, camera? Cameron Crow, um, late '80s, I believe. So right around, in there. right around when that was happening, yeah. I have a follow-up to the Guns N' Roses segment. Um, what um, is Patience awesome? Yes. Oh, fuck. That actually literally was my question. How did Patience hit when you were growing up, Stu? Was it immediately like, holy shit, this is the slow song at every party from now on? Yes. Or was Okay. I thought make so. Out, make out Boner Jams 96, man. Boner Jams 96. Jams 99. Yeah. Yes. I recall my dad liking that song. And that it, I don't have a better way of, of articulating why right. the, the popularity and, and how there's no chance. He, if he saw what Guns N' Roses looked like, oh, he would just, that's no a chance. girl. That's a girl. <laughs> right. Number one. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. But I remember him hearing that song and being like, this is a good song. Oh, he's whistling. Yeah. What a nice whistler. <laughs> <laughs> like the lonesome cattle call. Like cold, uh, <laughs> yeah. Whitman. <laughs> the whistling yeah. is a nice, nice gateway to the older generation. Yeah. Yeah. It certainly was. Yeah. Cause it, I mean, that was sort of before my time in a way, but we still were super into patience, even though it was like a little bit older when I was yeah. like in high school. Also like it, like pretty much like, get, like showcase the fact that Axl Rose, when he still had his fastball was one of the best vocalists. Sure. Yeah. On earth. On earth. Sure. Yeah. Number one. <laughs> 
Oh, there goes Stu. Knock on the door. He had to leave. <laughs> um, I think he might be recording from his bathroom. So it is possible, and that'd be fine. Yeah. Oh, hello. Hi, one of the daughters. Okay, Hi. so we're recording. Historical Hector Legion sweatshirt. Love it. Oh my Hector goodness. Legion sweatshirt. Incredible. Legion. Fantastic. Collector's <laughs> item. Yep. Worth a lot of money. Love you. Love you. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. See you later. Sorry, that was my, my oldest child, Celia. Just saying hi. Uh-huh. She did Sorry, say hi. The, the look Good on swag. her face when she got in front of the computer and saw who you were talking yeah. to. Just the mixture, <laughs> the mixture of entertainment, pity, and disgust that crossed her face. was What the fuck? She uh, thought Dave was on here doing his Gophers preview. And, uh, <laughs> Oh, Jesus, Dad. These guys are just as ugly as I thought podcasters would be. They're not cool like Dave. <laughs> that's the that's for sweeps week. We saved we saved Dave. For yep. That. We saved the go for football preview for then. Mm-hmm. When is the first game, John? Mm, probably soon. Who do they play? <laughs> Who's is it Ohio State again? Uh, no, I think they open with New Mexico A&M. Oh, or that's like that. more like it. Last year was sort of an outlier. Yeah. They've got an Illinois directional school, which I honestly can't remember which one. Now, I think it might be Western, but I'm not sure. And they got New Mexico State and then Colorado. That's their not. You don't go to Moline and never come out okay. Okay, John, let's do a lightning prediction of the Gophers schedule this year. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, shit. Like, I'm, I'm supposed We're to back on their sports? schedule? What the you're fuck? Gonna, you're going to say win or loss. Win or loss. Ready? Yep. New Mexico State. Win. Western Illinois win Colorado win because it's at home Michigan State lost three at Michigan State the Big Ten three one uh, home against Purdue they're gonna win that one hell yeah they are fuck yeah uh, away against Illinois well see because oh, boy, I said lightning John I said lightning round because this is the Gophers. They're going to lose one that they absolutely should not and win one they absolutely should not. I, we'll I'll just give you, I'll just play it, play it straight down the middle. They're going to win at Illinois. There we go. Five and uh, one. Five and one. Holy shit, you guys. Can you believe Over. this? Fuck. What a run. Uh, at Penn State. They're going to lose that one. Home against right Rutgers. Out game at Penn State. They're gonna, they better beat Rutgers at home. Okay. Uh, at Nebraska. Oh, man. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I'm going to say they win in Nebraska. Fuck you know yeah. why? Somehow. Seven and two. Seven and two. What a run. If you told me when I was a kid that the Gophers would play Nebraska every year again and they would win like every single year, mm-hmm. I don't know what I would have said. Right. Um, home against Northwestern. They'll win that one. Home against eight, Iowa. Two. Jesus. God. They'll lose that one. Okay. Eight and three. At Wisconsin. They'll lose that one too. Oh, another eight and four. Aren't they here's, eight and four every single year? Eight and four here's is great. I, I, I gave you the best scenario there, but two of them that I said they're going to lose, they're going to win. And two of them that I said they would definitely sure. win, they will lose. So eight and four <laughs> is the second. Eight and four top, in the stupidest way possible. That does not get them top 25. No, but they'll probably, if they're like five and one, six and one, they'll get ranked like mm-hmm. fairly high. We'll have one. Should we record a podcast that week? <laughs> that'll Put be our next podcast so we'll we'll, we'll take a hiatus here you will have to be done with baseball in october right 
Well, that's middle of basketball season, so <laughs> that's when fall ball starts. So we'll 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 have to go on a sabbatical after this one because this is taking a lot of energy, I think, out of all of us, and we'll not come back until the Gopher football team is ranked. It's a promise and a threat. A thramus, if you will. <laughs> thramus and a threat. Mm-hmm. Thank you for indulging me, John. I will. Always wow, indulge you, Brandon. That was really good, like, last-minute sports content. <laughs> we did it. Just really bringing it back. Chicken and I were going to start talking about how good Tesla was in about five minutes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we just had to sneak sports in. It's like if you ever go to lunch with, like, a friend who's a realtor, and then, like, in the last 30 seconds, he's like, do you want to sell your house? No? All right, cool. We talk business. <laughs> right Let's write enough. it off. Yep. Good business talk. All right, so we'll write this uh, episode off. Write the whole thing off. Write it off. I got to tell you guys, I am still reeling as we sort of wrap this up here. I'm still reeling from chicken referring to St. Louis Park as a small town and absolutely nobody <laughs> saying anything. I don't even know uh, what to say. It's landlocked. It's, it's not growing. Landlocked. I think the term, <laughs> if we go back, a stenographer, can you read back the statement? I believe what was said is it's a small enough town. That the roster doesn't change. It's not going to change. It's only going to get worse. Any kid who's good at sports in St. Louis Park moves immediately to Minnetonka or sure. Edina or Wyzetta or they go to well, Benilde. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. is that right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, I thought St. Louis Park made state this year in baseball. We did for the first time all. in 70 years. Well, now it's won we. it all. Now it's we. No, yeah. but <laughs> no, didn't Benilde win it. won it all. Benilde, uh, yeah. And a call back How to... Many- how many St. Louis Park kids were on Benilde had they not defected would have helped St. Louis Park win? I'm guessing just a few, but this is a callback to an earlier part of this episode. It was just John and I. Benilde's best pitcher was Corey Koski's kid. He's a sophomore. Oh, plays for MASH. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I've seen him. Mm-hmm. Chicken, That's does right. Corey Koski's kid play hockey? Yeah, yes, he does. For Benilde. Uh, I don't know if he does it. He did in youth hockey. I know he was a good player. Whether he's now just focusing on baseball and gave up hockey, I, I couldn't tell you. The best part was I asked that question, and I had there was a zero percent chance I thought you wouldn't know the answer to that. Yeah. <laughs> and you did. It was oh perfect. yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, should we start recording? <laughs> in it. Welcome to the sportive. Well, that was very fun, boys. We were all able to get together again. That was really good. See you all uh, just after Christmas. (laughs) See you all for that podcast the week of the Penn State game. (laughs) Right, exactly. Can't wait already. All right, pressing stop. Goodbye. Fuck you, Brandon. (laughs) Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.